Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. All right, that voice note saying that uh, he doesn't foresee Kaiser Chiefs playing all of their home games in Gauteng because for him it makes more business sense for the club Kaiser Chiefs to make more money in other provinces. But hey, if you've given a platform to the Premier to be at your press conference or open media day, uh, that also suggests to me that maybe there's a meeting of minds there. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be happening. All right, if you are somewhere driving, and you're missing the breaking news that is currently underway is that Lionel Messi is said to leave uh, Paris Saint-Germain. So remember, he is suspended as we speak. Went on an unauthorized trip. And the club believes that, oh, mm -mm, you're not bigger than the club. In fact, you weren't even going to renew your contract. So already there's a wave of speculation in terms of where he's going to be going to next. Uh, Will he be heading back to Barcelona? Or will this be another opportunity to reunite him with guess who? Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. Maybe my guest uh, who deals all with uh, football players and movements and coaches might help me. Who knows? Maybe she has a share in Lionel Messi. Maybe she has signed a contract with him. But yeah. Even Sky Sports right now confirming the breaking news. Lionel Messi to leave PSG this summer we'll see how that story plays itself out but had been reading a lot about how after the world cup things kind of changed at psg for uh, Lionel messi and you'd think it's it would be the opposite way because if you win a world cup and you got a world cup winner within the camp that will motivate but I, i just don't know that psg project and its success when you look at the superstars that are there. And I think they need to find different homes themselves. Kylian Mbappe should head to a Real Madrid or should head to an EPL club if he is to kind of gain the kind of status that I think he does deserve. I'm talking about uh, movements though behind every successful footballer. You can be certain there's an agent behind him or her pulling a couple of strings and favor for them i can tell you this without any reasonable doubt that this woman is one of the best there is in the business in the domestic game uh, you best believe me uh, sell you no lies on this show and she's taken a game to a whole new level after qualifying as a fifa accredited agent we're chatting to none other than QT Sports Managing Director. And now we congratulate her, hey, Basha Michaels. Good evening and welcome to the show. Hey, Barov. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's agents and now they are FIFA accredited agents. And you happen to be one of them. One of very few across the world <laughs> because they're very angry at this difficult exam. You're going to be telling us all about it. But firstly, congratulations. What's the feeling like? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Barob. Um, surreal. Surreal. I must be honest with you. Sometimes I, I don't believe that it's me. Um, I really don't. But it's, take a, we take it in my stride. Take it in my stride. And yeah, grateful to God for the blessings and the mercy. Yeah. But there was a belief of why you did it. Why did you do it? 
<laughs> why did I do it? Ultimately, the rules are changing. Yeah. So I had to, you know. By the 1st of October of this year, FIFA has essentially put a halt to intermediaries and you have to then be either a FIFA accredited agent or your association has to then give you a license to be able to practice and do what I do currently. Mm. So the road is changing. It's come to a fork and I either had to go to the left or to the right and I opted to go to the left, wrote the exam and once again, by the grace of God, I passed because it was a tough one. You'll tell us why it was tough in a second. The reason why I ask why you did it is because, I mean, I know your passion for the game. I know your passion for uh, representing football players of all walks of life, or even coaches for that matter. But it would have been a massive decision if you had other interests still. So it means that what you were doing still resonates as primary in in your life no, am, am i correct in that no definitely yeah. is this this isn't a side hustle and i think you sure. and i've had this conversation before off air we we are essentially responsible for people's lives and you you can't you you can't want to do it as something that is done between the 1st of july to the 30th or yeah. 31st of august and then you want to come back in january and hi once you signed i'll see you in three years see you in five years. no that's mm. not it's an it's an everyday thing it's an everyday grind it's an everyday hustle i've stopped practicing as an attorney because i wanted to focus on this and i wanted to grow it i wanted to flourish and ultimately wanted to make sure that what i'm doing now is the dream that i've always had to do yeah so stopped practicing as an attorney that is major <laughs> And, and how do you tell them at home that, you know what, that that you took me to school for and what we studied, not that it doesn't apply now because <laughs> a contract is still a legal document sure. and you got to uh, look through it and sift through it, etc. You know, but there's always an attachment. Ah, mm. there's Basha, an attorney, mm. and there's Basha, FIFA-accredited agent. Sure. Tell me about their understanding of where you were and, and where your journey is taking you. <laughs> Uh, funny story. Um, my mom didn't get it. Yes. She didn't. It, I think my dad also. Pax's thing in his mind was uh, all that money. <laughs> Gone. Boom. Yeah, all that money. Like, you know, uh, my mom didn't get it. But the, the thing about parents and, and moms especially is yeah. they're like, okay, cool. Is this what you want to do? Yeah, it's what I want. Okay, cool. And you're happy. And you, okay, go. And, and then she starts seeing it she starts reaping the rewards and she starts coming to games and we do this and we go to the and and everything then starts making sense i can comfortably tell you my grandmother didn't understand it not until i got to a point where i was like oh by the way this is what i do yeah she's like Ushabela Paul. <laughs> that's all 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so it was it, it just those those are the things and the people closest to me like it just starts opening up a whole new world yeah yeah. You know, in a world that people actually didn't know existed. And I think probably when, when Pax was at his proudest was I did a deal for his favorite team. And he was like... Still a pirate oh. supporter. Yeah, always. Uh, okay. That won't change. Okay. That won't change. It's like his name. It won't change. <laughs> and he says, oh, 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 that was you. That was you. That was you. And I was like, yes, daddy, that was me. He tell was like, tell I like which this job. Player. Tell us which player this was. It was a renewal Yeah. Um, for Siabong Amponchan. Okay. Yeah, because he was he was a bit worried about losing a goalkeeper at that point in time. And it wasn't going to be advisable that he loses that goalkeeper. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he misses his job, eh? As a mayor of this city, eh? The daughter of Pakstow here in studio. Um, Basha Michaels.
Now, the one thing, and, and, and let's break it down here, because if, if your grandmother's struggling to understand, I think a lot of us fall into the same trap. Because, yes, we know years gone by, you had to go through an exam, mm-hmm. and then if you first stepped through, then intermediaries came through and it became easy. Oh, okay, I'm a family member, I'm an uncle, I'm so-and-so, I can go and represent this particular player sure. and represent them at a club. But clearly now, there's so many chance takers that came into the mm. fold and the world international governing body saw that we can't carry on like this. So just in terms of the FIFA, the football agent regulations is what they term it. I mean, these are all the new regulations that have been implemented as well as those that are still relevant and applicable from previously. What do you think this is trying to curtail? I know I talk about dodgy agents that are there. Maybe there's a, a deeper lying line of why we are here now. Look, one one of the things that the industry is is sorely mistaken about, especially in South Africa, probably overseas, yeah. is the crazy amounts of money that is made. Um, if you look at um, it's Pogba's agent, Mignol, passed away, right? He did a transaction where he represented all three parties in a deal. He represented Juventus, mm-hmm. he represented Man United, and he represented the player. With an estimated crazy amount of plus minus uh, 40 million made by him, paid by three different parties mm. for one deal. So, what that then brought to light was the integrity and the conflict of interest. Because, does, does the, and I'm not saying this about anybody, I'm not saying this sure. about Mignol, I'm just asking. The question then becomes is this exactly what the player wanted? Mm-hmm. Right? And obviously, yes. Great, let's do it. Great. Mm-hmm. But let's take whatever club, club A, club B, and player X, right? If you are the person controlling all three of them, and they never meet in a room, they never sit across each other, they never have a conversation, but you bring three different contracts and you put them on the table, what's to say you've done the right things to ensure that all these contracts are done legitimately mm-hmm. above board and everybody is happy? Mm-hmm. There's no chance. And that's exactly what the agent's regulation now does, is it regulates what can be done by an agent. So if you represent a releasing entity, you cannot represent an engaging entity and a player. But if you represent an engaging entity, you can represent an engaging entity and a player, but you cannot represent a releasing agent. You can, you can, there can be three agents across the table. That's fine. So it's it's strict regulations, and for me it makes sense. Yes. And the fact that they were allowed in the first place also makes me question whether the people that stopped it in the first place knew what they were doing. I can't... You can't answer that. Yeah, that's a tough one. (laughs) But look, I I think for me the regulation, the regulation is necessary. Yeah. But I just think what they've done is they've gone zero to 100 real quick, and they haven't taken into consideration the right people to speak to about this Mm -hmm. and most importantly they haven't taken into account how this whole thing flips an industry so there were however many of us that wrote that exam on the day i counted 16 people that wrote the exam we sat at safa we wrote the exam i know a number of agents and some of them are legacy agents they probably don't have to write the exam yeah right but with all the continual professional development that we need to put up it would probably be easier to write the exam currently but that's not my business that's this mm-hmm. the question then becomes in september when you have to write the exam do you pass great if you fail you are between a rock and a very hard place 
because these regulations come into play on the 1st of October 2023. Sure. We're yet to find out what SAFA is saying. That, that's the other thing. We're yet to find out what SAFA says and what SAFA rubber stamps. We're at a point where right now, we, FIFA says, hi guys, these are the rules, these are the regulations, you follow this. And your transition period is between when they put it in effect on the 9th of January 2023, mm -hmm. right, to then the 1st of October 2023. It's life-changing. Because let's say you are a, an agent that only has four players mm. and you've looked after these players for the past five years and now they're getting to a great phase. They're coming from NFT to a lower PSL club and they could probably in a year or so make a really great move to a top PSL team. You actually lose that client as of the 1st of October 2023 if you don't have a license. And you can't practice. So... And and to put this into perspective, was I wasn't going to ask you. You said there were sixteen of you. Mm. How many passed? I don't know. You don't know, I but, and I don't know everybody that was there. So the, I mean, FIFA revealed that only fifty-two percent passed. You know, obviously the first test. Mm. So when I when I break this down in terms of numbers, one thousand nine hundred and sixty-two of the three thousand eight hundred candidates passed this, and obviously people are complaining. I mean, hundreds of people took the exam at, at London's Excel Center uh, last week. Um, and it was just failure. It was a bloodbath mm. in terms of what happened there. So when we come back from the break, I, I want to take you also on a journey to break down for us yeah, what has been happening because people have been asking me and I don't know you, the agent that's involved uh, in terms of uh, Mayo's contract, uh, Amazulu, Dumzani uh, Dum, Zuma, sorry, uh, coming through. There's also the whole case of Austin Dube. You know, he's attracting a lot of interest from other clubs, wanting him from Kaiser Chiefs. So hopefully you'll be able to squeeze all of that in. And if you want to pose any questions, you know, we are an interactive show. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Hi Rob, this is Andrew from Redipot. Rob, I just have uh, two questions for your guest. Firstly, you know, there are a lot of agents in the game today, you know, uh, but uh, what I want to know from her, what's that one thing that makes her stand out uh, or her niche or her, her qualities that the next agent doesn't have? And the second one, Rob, is, you know, we've seen players that at, uh, at their prime, they are able to attract uh, a lot of agents and uh, they are getting well looked after when they are playing. But, uh, you know, as soon as they hit retirement, the relationship ends and they are never getting any support or any uh, opportunities uh, from the agents. So I just want to know, what is her uh, view and her positions on players after retirement as an agent? Players after retirement as an agent. Uh, that's a key question coming through from Andrew in Rudderport uh, to a guest here tonight on hashtag MSW Marawa Sports Worldwide live on 947. Also live on Vuma FM, Rise FM, Anand Sowetan live. Yeah, we are hosting, yeah, one of a few that have managed to pass not only in the country but the continent as well as the world. Uh, that's a QT Sports Managing Director, also licensed FIFA agent, Basha Michaels in studio. How do you handle that question from Andrew? We plan for retirement way before it. Yeah. You get to a point. Re retirement is, is, the, is the end of the race. But we've been running this thing. We've, we've been practicing. We've been working it out. So by the time we get to that retirement phase, the question then becomes, do you still want to play? And most of them say yes.
But players are also honest with themselves because mm. it takes a lot in your body. And some of them could turn around and say, no, I don't want to play. But two, three years before that, we've already planned. Uh, some people are farmers, some people are coaches, some people want to work in a business, some people have a chisanyama. That's great mm. because we put those plans in place before your retirement hit. We didn't see your retirement and be like, oh gosh, life just happened and you're old all of a sudden. No, we walked through a phase and we took the steps together and this is where we are. And great, let's plan. And, but it's already been done. Mm. But do they have enough though? Because as you know, that football players do get a lot of money. Do they have enough that equals, that will supplement monthly requirements for them? Essentially, do they have enough? No, you, it's, it's never enough. Yeah. It's, it's a very short career. But what we do is we put things in place that would supplement you to then a certain point. And a lot of footballers, a lot of footballers are smart and they know exactly what they want to do. Like I say, some footballers are farmers and they know that, hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But we've, we've gone through the process of buying the farms and the machinery and everything else. Some footballers run a business because this is what they know they wanted to do. So we've gotten to that point. So is the money enough when you're playing currently? Do you ever make enough? Never. You can never make enough money. But with the little bit that we make, with the lot that we make, because some of them do earn really great salaries. Yeah. But some people also don't earn great salaries. With what you have and what we have, we, sh- we So the ones sure. that don't earn good salaries are clearly not your clients. No, because I, you, I, you make sure that they should be earning good salaries. No, sure. But sometimes it's the run of the mill and we don't always hit the luck. Yeah. You know, it, it's, life happens and we become quite unfortunate. But with the little bit that we have, we make sure that we can grow it and, and just ensure that it will get you to post 60 or get you to a certain point and let's see how do we go through from there. But a lot of them are smart enough. And, and trust me, you, when you speak to a player about what mm. they want to do, they know what they want to do. Okay. Got a, a message that came through here. says, you are sitting with a former dependable right back of UJ Ladies <laughs> team. She is on, she's one of the business manager uh, that I highly respect. Top negotiator, very professional person. Uh, it's always good to do business with her. Congratulations. That's from Kenneth Amatax. You know Brian Kenneth. Yes, I know Brian Ken. Brian Ken, yeah. he's been he's been very instrumental in in my football playing career. It's great, and I have great relationships with him currently. <laughs> no, jeez, who are you selling to him? <laughs> no one yet, because he's not buying. Who's, who are you buying from him? Ah, uh, he doesn't have somebody I want for now. Oh, Amatanks are always producing good players. They are, especially they when really it comes are. to Bank Cup. Oh, yeah, sure, they might not be there now, but historically, historically, yes, that that was. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay, so Brakenet, please, man, start churning out some good talent there. Yeah, Brakenet and Bashia, Bashia, I just want to congratulate you for passing the FIFA agent uh, qualification. Uh, it must be an amazing feeling because I believe that very few people uh, achieve uh, that qualification on their first sitting, and that demonstrated the amount of work that you have put in in getting this qualification. And also, be interested to hear from from you because uh, it must be a good feeling as well to see your client uh, Brendan Pruter doing well at Zukukuni. But I also want to find out, uh, will Matoho be staying at Kaiser Chiefs or will he be moving on? Thank you so much. It's the Bokoye. All right. Matoho, Matoho follows you everywhere. <laughs> it does. Let's, let's get not, it out once no, and for all. No, I don't, I don't succumb to peer pressure. I, I'm not going to answer the question. It's, I'm one of those people. I'm strong. Very strong world, completely backboned. The time will come when I have to answer the question, but that time's not right now. But he's not playing. Sure. But not playing yeah. doesn't mean you can't stay. Does it? So if you, if you stay and you don't play, what's the point of football? <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for congratulating me on passing my agent's exam. Um, I really appreciate uh, the love and warmth. It's appreciated. All right. So that is your way of saying you're not going to answer Teboko's question, right? Thank you so much, Teboko. I absolutely appreciate the love. When do you think this will be unpacked, though? Because, yes, there is an interest. You know that there's an interest. But when do you think there will be finality as far as the Matoho situation is concerned? It's, let's give it till the end of the season. Yeah. Um, we've had, we've had uh, lengthy and extensive conversations. But I, I do think now the focus uh, is on the NetBank Cup. The focus is on, on trying to finish second or third for them to get their CAF position. So we're mindful and very respectful of that post our meetings. But we will get to that point where it will be discussed or it will be told to the public what our mm. decision is. Which you'd have taken in conjunction with Kaiser Chiefs for the benefit of the player. Definitely. Okay. Cape Town City, uh, we saw that they've triggered two more years on Mayo's contract. Mm. What's your take on that? What's the position? What can you tell us? Mm, it's it's not a it's not a Basha decision. It's a Kanyisa decision. Um, he's made it very clear that he would love to go overseas. We've had conversations with John. He's young enough. He's, yeah. he's at that point where it it would be it would be a great move. But I would also love just one more year um, at Cape Town City, just for the stability. You know, it, it his first season was great. Second season has been phenomenal. The third might be a bump, a bashing. But I'm also mindful to opportunities that open up. If if something comes and it's it's outstanding, then it 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 makes no sense to say no. Yeah. But if it's it's not outstanding, if it's not something that essentially grows the path and grows the cause, then I don't think it makes sense. You know, because he's very happy, he's focused, he's loving the football he's playing under Coach Eric. You can see by the goals he scores, you can see the positions he takes up, and he's doing very well. He's I've always said he's going to be phenomenal. He could be a top goal scorer come end of the season he still has games to do that yes he does yeah and and i believe that he can i believe that he can he probably scored two three goals tonight if he scores a hat-trick tonight then we're there we're in yeah you know and we'll be standing at the psl awards with that golden boot and i'll be there for that and that's exactly what eric tingler was trying to say he was mm -hmm. trying to say that he's at the right age mm -hmm. for him to score more goals you know tingler is a slave driver so he believes though that yeah get to double figures but he could also and i think he used the analogy of collins and basuma saying that basuma got to 25 goals and the next season ended up at portsmouth mm. what stops a Mayo from doing exactly that get to 20 goals and then head off to the epl nothing at all he's putting in the work at training he's really working hard he wants to get back into the national team he's made that very obvious to yeah. all of us and we can see it we can see it on the field kanisa has taken up a space and he's made it his own he hasn't doubted himself. He hasn't doubted his ability. He's just literally stood there and said, this is my place. This is my platform. And I'm going to be the person that runs this. And you can see it by the way that he plays. And you can see it from the performances on the field. Yeah. He's fearless. And that's exactly what you want. You want him to be fearless. You want him to believe that nothing can actually stop him from achieving what he wants to achieve. You represent Dibis Hazoma? Yeah, I do. What's happening? <laughs> It once again is so difficult because it you you want to allow the clubs the discretion to do what they need to do mm -hmm. you know, so we we have to get to the end of the season. I do believe Amazulu found themselves in a precarious position and and they didn't know where they would be with him. No, 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 no. In, in the in the long yes, on yeah, the, okay. on, you know, I mean. The president is a very ambitious person. Yeah. Um, I know that he every year wants to gun for that number one position, wants to get to number two, top three. And, and those are the positions he wants. Mm -hmm. He wants to be first, second or third and nothing else.
But unfortunately, football works out differently because the football gods do what they do. Yeah. So they were in a very precarious position. I think that they're safe now and they have a little bit of breathing room post this Kukune win. So once again, that also becomes something that we have to let unfold. Let's let the season end. Let's get to that point. Let's sit down. Let's converse about things that happened, happiness, uh, unhappiness, mm. and then we can go from there. But the club, though, in terms of, uh, and I hear you, allow the club to do what they have to do, but they haven't exercised their option as mm. yet. Yes, they have. Which then feeds into what we do speculation, <laughs> feeds no, into, sure. you know, pushing for an answer or two. Because, like you say, you plan for the future. You don't want to be stuck somewhere sure. in the same way that as Mayo extends his stay at Cape Town City, it brings in more value. Look, a Cape Town City can comfortably extend a Mayo. They, they're well yeah. within the top eight. He's doing exceptionally well and, and it, it makes it, it's quite simple. It, it and consistency. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, the situation that Dumisani finds himself, with all due respect, the situation that many players at Amazulu find mm. themselves, and I mean this with no disrespect, sure. I, I don't see anybody with their options having been exercised. I don't I don't know the Amazulu business, but generally, like Cape Town City mm. did, oh, we're Mayo, yay, great, boom, done. It's put out there. Mm. I'm sure that there are a number of other players that need their options exercised. So I, I, would, I would be wary of a Dumisani situation if I knew that five, six other players had their options exercised. From the little bit that I know, and like I say, I'm not in an Amazulu business, I know nothing mm. about it, but when... When you're within the industry, you know these little things. But and we we also have a situation again of a, a certain defender who was let go of. Mm-hmm. He was back in Gauteng, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to change his life and wanting to do different things. And he was called back. Mm-hmm. Was the coach had been moved aside? Yeah. He was put back into an aeroplane, back to Durban. Mm-hmm. He was brought into a starting he lineup, and he scored goal. a goal and mm-hmm. became a man of the match again. Yeah. So th- th- there's a lot of moving parts currently that are going on there. And and that's why I'm saying we have to be able to allow the club the flexibility you know because once we allow that and we respect those kinds of things yeah. because football happens trust me something can happen to to misani scores two goals against sundowns what what's to say that i don't receive an option mm. exercise the very next day all i'm saying to you is things happen so quickly in football especially during this time that we have to just go with it for what we can control mm. i we can't control the option being exercised but let's say the option doesn't get exercised it trust me i'll find him a job the question doesn't become whether I will or won't find it. I'll definitely find it. Okay, I'm, I'm conflicted here because of time. Um, I've got a question which is very important that's come up on uh, the voice notes, but I also want to find out about Austin Dube because he's attracted so much interest from rival teams in the Premiership locally. What's cooking with him? He has another year left on his contract. We have to respect contracts. Yeah. We have to. I mean, I think, I don't know which statute, I, and I, I remember seeing it when I was reading the FIFA rules. It, it says... Uh, Contracts are there to be adhered to and respected. Mm. So I, I can't speak out of turn. I, I can listen to conversations. Trust me, I know that there are people that are interested in Austin. I've had the conversations, but I have to be mindful of the fact that he has a contract. Mm. He still has another year. That's not an option. That's not a maybe. That's not a if he does, doesn't. No. But again, it's, it's, it's an option. It's a contract. Yes, but he also wants to play. Contract will not give you longevity on the field. A contract is not going to make you a happy guy. Sitting in the grandstand, sitting at home, watching Netflix in between. He's not going to make him. He's a football player. He wants to play football. Definitely, but that, that's where the balance comes in. The one that I also wanted to ask you. Simple and straight uh, up question, uh, Mr. Marawa, for, for your guest. Why is it that in South Africa, the salaries of the players are such a, a, a secret? Why is that? 
This is the Max Pera from Tenvisa. Max, thank you so much indeed. Why is it a secret in this, eh? For me personally, mm-hmm. pressure. From? Family. How? All the time. Trust me. I've I've seen I've seen a footballer go from earning a rand to earning five rand. Five times more. And all of a sudden the line outside his mother's house is longer than the debts that he's accumulated. The pressure's just too much for them. And also, with all due respect, if you look at it overseas, we talk about Sadio Mane's great big deal, mm. uh, Bayern paying X amount of money, however many millions, you know, mm. that money is a significant amount of money, life-changingly significant, where he could build a school and a hospital and a this and a that and a this and a that. We're, we're not there yet. And the pressures that we put our youngsters under, whether, whether they're 33 or whether they're 23, we find... And, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put out there because yeah, sure. I can. Please it's called, do. it's black tax. Yeah. I, I changed your nappy at the age of two. Mm, do you remember old. me from that? Exactly. Mm. And, and that is the biggest problem that our young men struggle with. But it, from a PSL perspective or from a, a SAFA perspective, it shouldn't be their problem though. Like if you sit and you say Lionel Messi who's in talks with the Saudi Arabian contract worth 400 uh, million US dollars annually. Yeah, these are crazy amounts. These These are amounts that we could only dream about hmm? but they're always out they can type in any player you know their earnings are there but south africa it's a secret but it's where it flips is the case of then the potential exploitation and that's where now we start to call the players union to try and assist because we don't know what they were supposed to earn except when we told that they're not even getting a salary sure that that is the flip side yeah. that is definitely the flip side yeah. but i must be honest with you most of the time players that have actual agents people that know what they're doing in this game that that is not the concern for me my biggest concern is salaries should not come out because of the fact that these players are put under so much pressure to pay for their uncle's tires the windscreen is the the leaking roof everything when are you back on the show again when when you want me i'm here okay love that (laughs) thanks Basha. always a pleasure barrow marawa sports worldwide live in three two on 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.